What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Crypto Brew Show, where we are drinking brews and talking about it. It is August 28th, 2018, and I am here with you, and JoJo is with me out there. It's just us two tonight, JoJo. How are you feeling? I'm feeling real froggy, guys. Uh, crypto Crew G on point. Drinking a skunky beer. Heineken, here we go. All right. Let's get this party started, guys. Let's go. Let's go. All righty. I like it. Moving on to our disclaimer. The information provided on the show does not constitute investment advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other sort of advice. Crypto Brew Show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Conduct your own due diligence and consult your financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Hashtag Nafamu, not a financial advisor. My own opinions. You'll hear that plenty on the show. And of course, hashtag B-Y-O-B, we did. Did you? Alrighty, moving on to say the market. Say the market, say the market, say the market. We are looking up and up from last week, that is for sure. Global market cap sitting at 231 billion, 24 hour volume of 13.5 billion, and BTC dominance sitting at 52.58%. Sitting at the top, of course, as always, Bitcoin above 7,000, 7,065 of 7% for the week. Ethereum sitting at 295, just below 300. 3.53% up. Ripple XRP at 34 cents, up 3.22%. Bitcoin Cash at $563 at 3.6% up. And then EOS, one of our articles today, sitting at $5.85, up 16%, which is hard to believe due to one of the articles we will be talking about shortly. Moving on to our gainers and losers. JoJo, uh, what's it looking like out there? Yeah, I mean, uh, the major thing here is like, man, that, that market cap. We're finally starting to come back up, guys. And also, BTC busting above that 7K mark again. And Ethereum, come on. You know, 300 bucks, that's a price point that is easily broken. <laughs> Let's just keep this going. And you know what? Let's take this market to the top, you know? And it could be your name at the top of the charts with Namecoin up 58.25%. And we are go, go, going with GoChain up 43.79%. And screw YOLO. Let's talk HOLO. All right. Up 36.03%. And right behind that, we've got our losers. A little short stack today, eh, Charlie? We've got a lot of green on the map. It's some good stuff. Wob Network, they're just a little wobbly, you know, but Weeble's wobbling. They don't fall down. You know what I'm saying? They're down 46.19% in the 24-hour coin dash, whatever. <laughs> and Same as always. Exactly. And, um, you know, coin dash is just not going to keep its dignity for much longer. <laughs> but dignity's in the loss as well, uh, down 13.27%. So, what else we got going on out there, man? Let's talk about that heat map. Looking uh, pretty good. Yeah, a lot a lot more up than there is down right now. I think uh, it's a nice solace for a lot of uh, people. I mean, everything. Like, majority is green, and I think a lot of people are feeling it. Feel a little bit of exuberance coming into the market. Whether or not we can hold, only time will tell. But, JoJo, what you got? This, I mean, this is totally me, man. I'm drinking the Heineken right here, green bottle. I'm totally feeling it. I am on the rise, super stoked, and this is awesome. So, 
Let's get it going with some headliners, man. Yeah, let's go. Market news. Headliners, our first headline today. Boost for Bitcoin. Germany aims to withdraw from U.S.-led financial system. Bam, bam, bam. This one comes from CCN.com. Pretty interesting to see Germany, uh, one of the big players, uh, you know, big countries out there, big ecosystems, economies, uh, telling the U.S. to for a lack of better words f off <laughs> what are your what are your thoughts joe well i mean for our uh listeners and our viewers out there swift um the banking system is actually about telecommunications uh swift actually stands for society uh for worldwide interbank financial telecommunications code it's an eight digit code it's a processing system for transmitting money from different financial systems to another in Germany, they fed up with it. They're like, mm, no, because yeah, you know who held all the cards? with it. You do that on purpose? Uh, maybe I did, Charlie. <laughs> maybe we're fed up with it as well. Oh, we're definitely fed up with said fed. <laughs> but, yeah, friend. that's exactly the case, right? And that's, that's what's going on with Germany. They're really pulling out because the people that really hold the cards in SWIFT, the U.S., um, and we all know the Fed is backing the U.S. Not to say that we're not fed up or anything. But, you know, I mean, that's the major thing, man. What, what are you thinking about this? I mean, I, I, I'm not surprised. I, I'm not surprised uh, countries coming out and saying, look, we're, uh, you know, as you said, fed up with what you're doing, what's going on, the sanctions that are putting on, the tariffs, whatever. You know, we don't want to get into politics or whatever. We could go for days on that. But I just like the fact, I mean, at the bottom there, it says crypto adoption in Turkey, Iran, Venezuela. I mean, these countries are 100% fed up because their financial systems have completely crashed. Venezuela, Turkey, I mean, Greece, they're all, nothing has worked. They're, they just complete in financial ruins. And the only solace those people have is crypto, which is, I mean, it's great for them. I mean, I would, I feel for those people out there because I could only imagine if the US dollar got to a point, which, you know what, looking into the future, you know, it's definitely feasible for our financial system to crash as some of these other countries. Even though we think we're the best, we think this, we think that, people are ignorant to the fact that no, we are not. We are in so much debt, it's ridiculous. So I think crypto is one of those ways to kind of hedge your bets on the financial systems. And I think it's a great opportunity for, for crypto and, you know, all that. So any other uh, quick thoughts on this article? Uh, yeah, I mean, just going off of that, man, piggybacking straight off of exactly the debt average and exactly what we're talking about in those markets, it is real. You know what? Just the fiscal average from USA Today is that American household carries $137,000 in debt. Who's paying for that? Who actually caused that debt to get there in the first place? Those financial institutions that led the dollar to get to the inflated point where it is now, for the consumers to really buy into overly inflated products. And that's that's exactly what's going on here. Yeah, 
maybe it's not happening right now in America. Who knows? It may not actually happen. But the root of the matter is we shouldn't be disregarding any other type of option, right? There are failed systems in the world. Let's stop using the old motto, if it's not fixed, if it's not broken, don't fix it. How about we continue to innovate? And that's exactly what cryptocurrency is. And I think these guys have realized that, and they're really the ones that are pushing forward and like, they're going to be the capstone countries, um, you know, 20, 30 years down the ride. Yep. And we'll see how that happens. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. I like it. Just do yourself a favor. Even if you believe that the system we have now will last forever, it's not going to hurt doing a little research. Do a little research on the side. Do it. Do it. Next article here, why Bitcoin price won't see 10000 by the end of 2018. This one comes from Live Bitcoin News. And you sent this one in, Jojo. Forbes predictive analysis. This is with Forbes. What what's, what are they? What is Forbes talking about? All right. So we all know Forbes, huge name as far as industries and leading competitors and like um, types of agencies are concerned. Their predictive analysis had Bitcoin coming in at ten thousand dollars by the end of the year. They've actually pulled that back. They've seen the sentiment over the past couple of weeks and realized that maybe a $10,000 goal is not attainable for just generalized market growth. And basically what I'm meaning by that is Forbes actually stated in the article that they're really trying to push and understand exactly what's going on with the market based upon just user growth. So that's the amount of people that are coming into the market and getting into cryptocurrency. Their predictive analysis has BTC finishing at $9,500 by the end of the year, just based upon that growth alone. With that being said, Charlie, you're probably like, man, what about if this ETF goes through, right? Exactly, you know? Oh, that was exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. So, but if this ETF goes through, that's not a type of predictive analysis. That's just like, you know, a hurricane or a natural disaster happening no one knows that something like that is going to really try to impact the market what about if hacks occur you know that could impact the market in a negative way but just based off of user implementation and feeding into the market is where they've come up with that number and i'm pretty stoked man 9500 bucks that ain't no small bitcoin to flock at at the, at the end of the year i mean how you feeling about that charlie I mean, at this point, uh, where we're sitting at now, I'll I'll take ninety five hundred dollars, and even you know, I, I maybe a lot of people that got in in the peak at twenty seventeen will will scoff at that and be like, hey, that's not good enough. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, at this point, I'd rather grow slow and steady from here on out than have the ridiculous fluctuations we've had in the last six months. So I uh, I like it, and that's uh, I love your point about their criteria for this uh, analysis because it could easily be seen on different levels and when you narrow it down to no this is this is their point this is where they're getting at uh it makes a lot more sense uh to the average person you know reading the article um so it, i did it does say there the trustee for mount gox i say mount gox it doesn't mt doesn't actually mean mount but 
Uh, it is kind of what it goes off of. Uh, Mt. Gox dumping over 8,200 Bitcoins on exchanges. Did you see the article about uh, Mt. Gox and your people that lost uh, Bitcoins in that hack actually have a way are are going to have the opportunity to retrieve them? It's interesting. A, no, I didn't see that at all. Yeah, the, it's a civil re- rehabilitation instead of going bankrupt uh, and just dwelling in bankruptcy for whatever uh they're actually doing a civil rehabilitation and they're running something where if you can prove that you had however many bitcoins in in the exchange at the time that all this happened uh you could actually get those bitcoins back which is pretty interesting because the price of bitcoin now is substantially higher than it was when that happened so it might actually come to a to surprise some people that maybe think they lost their bitcoins forever uh that it was just a very long four term or four year investment <laughs> that it ends up going to be turning yeah. out to be a good thing well i mean my major things were is like you're actually talking about the price of bitcoin that actually makes a lot of sense too um uh, with uh uh <laughs> the mountain of gux um are they are they so this is not breaking the immutability of the BTC blockchain at all, right? No, no, no. It's literally they it, it was in their vaults, their their storage. I mean, they've they've had that it was frozen, their the frozen assets that they had. So, it's not going back on the blockchain or anything like that. It's just what they owned in their uh on their well, stuff. I mean, I think that's also pretty impressive because like just this past week, you know, you've seen a couple uh, cryptocurrency exchanges really just push out the fact that they're making profits, huge profits in down markets. So honestly, Mt. Gox, good on you, you know? Like you're really taking care of the people that are hopping on your exchange. And for everyone that's out there, if like something like this is going on and you have an exchange that's willing to do that for you, you know, uh, a couple of awesome ones out there hashtag nafamu but like binance you know they're willing to really kind of fight for you and they're on top of their crap and shit for that exchange and if they're willing to do that and now gox this is this is great news this is really the exchanges fighting for the people and fighting for the change yep yep and uh, if you guys want to learn more about that article let us know in the comments down below and we'll we'll certainly cover it uh next show because there's certainly a lot more to talk about than just that um but moving on to our next article from another one from ccn how the efforts of backed could lead to the approval of the first bitcoin etf we talk about bitcoin etf a lot on the show as of recently um, but I mean, it's it's pretty important. What are you What are your thoughts on uh, on back? We actually talked about it recently on one of the past shows. Uh, do you think if backed can do what they say they're trying to do, do you think that really gives a good push toward a, a approval of an ETF? Well, I mean, I think uh, just for those users that didn't catch the show about back, backed is actually trying to build up um, uh, emphasis with ICE. Um, international something or the other exchange they're the ones that actually pull the strings and own the new york stock exchange they're trying to build up a good and feasible bitcoin futures market and a cryptocurrency futures market um 
so the fact that they're willing to do this is pretty imperative and it's like one of those stepping stones for the future growth of the cryptocurrency market because if they show strong futures we've actually got an article coming up that's got another thing in the global market span that's really trying to push for future growth in cryptocurrency and all of that hand in hand with everything that's going on this review of the ETFs for Bitcoin could actually be sustainable. Maybe the SEC will actually decide to go forward on this because they know that they're going to have to fight to survive. Yep, you're absolutely right. And uh, one of the one of the lines there says, "Backed already solved two issues laid out by the SEC, and the more and more these companies push to get these ETFs out and to get everything and to comply with the SEC, I mean." You got to think, eventually the SEC is going to run out of things to be like, to say that why they're rejecting it, you know? Okay, we, we figured this out. Okay, we got this. We got this. Check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark. Eventually you're going to run out of boxes to check. And eventually this, this shit is going to go through. So patience, everyone. Patience. Good things are coming. Hashtag Napamu. Next article. This one comes from Coinspeaker. World's first blockchain bond exceeds the target attracting 110 million dollars in investments hot dang there's uh there's some people interested in bonds it would seem um this is a pretty interesting story here uh jojo what the hell is a bond for one for anyone that doesn't know and two what are your thoughts on this so i mean just the major thing behind a bond is a it's a debt security basically what people are trying to do is you know, the big majority of bonds came around in war time frames in the past. They created war bonds to pay for the war. You know, you invest in this and we're going to give you inflation prices as far as um, how the market is maintaining. And you're going to get average go growth for the next 20 year time span. Bonds were like super lengthy, long time frame pieces, but they're extremely stable uh, as far as. The market is concerned with stocks. The volatility of bonds historically has been way less than stocks and securities. So the fact that this has happened in Australia, I think just goes back to that last article. It's going to really drive the future for cryptocurrency. And, you know, 110 million bucks, not, not really much to squawk at. We've seen some ICOs that pull more than that, right? You know? I think something that would be really interesting moving forward is um, if some of those bonds and securities become tokenized, um, you know, hashtag Nafamu, but let's hey, see I how that goes. Do that. You know, uh, some could say that they were leading a swarm of how things are, things are transpiring, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, you know, if you guys want to learn a little bit about swarm, they actually came out and talked to us on the show. So check that out. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, we'll link that video. And one of the one of the things I want to take away from this article real quick is that uh, the uh, uh, Arunma Ote uh, said she's a World Bank treasurer, expressed her excitement excitement, and she said in this in the, her her statement here, uh, we are particularly impressed with the breadth of interest from official institutions, fund managers, and banks. Just that statement alone. Like these big institutions and banks and fund managers, they're interested in this space. 
Don't let the media fool you. The things are happening in the background. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Blockchain isn't going anywhere. Alrighty, moving on to our last article of the show. PSA, major EOS bug makes it possible to steal valuable resources directly from users. Uh-oh, big boys have some issues with their code, Joseph. What is, uh, what's going on here? What, what are your first thoughts when you hear, when you see this article? Uh, so my first things are, uh, it looks like some people stuck some things in without being protected. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, if I see a PSA and the word bug is involved, better watch out boys. VD is a thing. <laughs> All right. That's I'm talking about show. virtual distortion of currency code. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, with this article, I just want to, I mean, real quick, just to kind of get this out there. If you own EOS and you're worried about whether or not it's safe, uh, it's safe as long as you don't, I mean, if you don't touch it, if you're not moving it, if you're just hold, if you're just hodling it, uh, don't worry about this article. You're not, you're not in any kind of danger of having your RAM siphoned from you as it states. Uh, you actually have to send your EOS over to a wallet that has this malicious code, the middle, malicious install code in it. So if you don't do anything, then you're fine. And also, with that being said, you just got to make sure that whoever you're sending your EOS to, just make sure that they can be trusted, which kind of sounds weird in the space of cryptocurrency since it's a trustless, <laughs> it's supposed to be a trustless space. But don't just go sending your EOS into some random uh, ICO or DAP or something. Uh, just make sure, you know, credible exchanges or people that you know, like don't, don't send it to some janky, janky wallet is all I'm trying to say. Uh, so so basically what you're saying charlie is if you don't go ramming your stuff into untrustable sources disinfection will not occur that is exactly what i'm saying <laughs> that is exactly what i'm saying um but also one other thing i wanted to point out with this uh, that i found interesting and just from the top of my head is I'm curious, since most cryptos out there, you know, the whole idea of crypto, decentralized, open source, um, I'm curious to think, like, what would happen if EOS was a closed source protocol? How long, if at all, would it have taken them to find this bug? Like, I think that's the power of the open source. Like there's so many people, they have bug bounties. They've been, I don't even know. There was an article uh, recently that said that they've been paying out. Uh, well, actually it says in this article, they've close to a half a million dollars in bug bounties just in 2018 that they, they paid out. So that, I mean, that's the power of open source. It's just, it's quick. They, you got millions of eyes on the code and it just happens and things get done quickly uh, like this so that may be one of the reasons why it's up today or t this week or you know whatever um that i mean yeah it's it's a thing it's a bug it can be fixed uh we're gonna fix it and we're gonna move on so any other uh, i just got i just got one more thought man yeah. you know 
if it's up and it and it and it gets fixed quickly, you know, that's what she said. Hopefully we see it EOS continue to arise. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, that's our headliners for today. We got our Beer of the Week Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest from St. Arnold Brewery. This one is from Houston, Texas. I would say local, but that is not local. Uh, he's, or Texas is ginormous. Uh, Houston is, I don't even know, eight hours away, something like that. Um, look, look, at, look at Texas on the size of Europe, and that's how you'll know. There you go. There you go. Um, but it is a Marzen uh, alcohol by volume of 6.6%, a full-bodied malty. Now, it says in the on the website, slightly sweet, but uh, I'm going to be honest with you, say Arnold, it is a sweet beer celebrating the autumn harvest. This rich beer has a round malt flavor and an above average alcohol content perfect for a cool fall evening. I could get behind all of the rest of that statement besides the slightly sweet, but this is St. Arnold. If you see in the store, Oktoberfest, give it a go. Cheers, guys. So you want to get behind something that's round on a cool autumn evening? Uh, if you put it that way, <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Uh, I, give, <laughs> I give it a four out of five uh, brew crew again. It's, it's it's on the sweet side for Oktoberfest, um, but it is definitely still drinkable and is delicious. So like I said, give it a tasty if you see it at the store. Moving on to our question of the week, our question of last week, will the global market cap drop below $200 billion? It was looking mighty scary there for a while. Joey said yes. Joe said yes. I was devil's advocate and said no. And holy moly, did we get close? It dropped to 203 billion this last week, but did not go any lower than that. So I may as well just plaster this virtual beer onto my picture and just make it a part of it because I am so, I've had so many beers and I don't even know what to say. Why, why don't you just get them tattooed on your forehead, man? Jeez. I, I might. <laughs> I might. That's a great idea. <laughs> Alrighty. So anyway, uh, moving on to our question of this week. Since we've been talking about EOS and we've been talking about the bug, we've been talking about you know what's happening there and how quickly they can fix it and all this jazz. JoJo, what do you think the seven-day percentage of EOS will be by next week? Do you think we we keep on the up and up? I mean, it was up what sixteen percent at the beginning of the show there. Or uh, do you think it kind of pulls back a little bit? What are your What are your thoughts? I think it's actually going to pull back a little bit during the midweek and then rise again. You know why? Because all of our users out there and viewers of this show really understand what EOS is now, and that's going to pump it real hard. Pump it. So I think it's going to go up another 10% over the course of the week, Charlie. Okay, I like it. Uh, I could really, really prices right you right now, but I won't because I think that's unfair. So uh, I will go ahead and say that it's going to go up. Mm, man, I don't know. This market is weird. Like I feel like there's so much exuberance, but at the same time, it's like we haven't really passed any super catalysts or support. 
Yeah, we're still small potatoes, man. We so are. I'm gonna go. We'll we're up six and a half percent. I still say we're up. I still say we're up. So, alrighty, guys, let us know your answer in the comments down below. We will showcase you on next week's question of the week. Let us know, and you might get a virtual brew for yourself. But that is all for the show this week. JoJo, any uh, final thoughts? Keep them green, America. Let's keep this market pumping. Stay bold. Keep them cold. I like it. I like it. Alrighty. Well, guys, as always, this has been the Crypto Brew Show. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe for more show. We'll see you next week. Cheers.